You're listening to Radio 4. And now it's time for today's very special linking up with Radioactive. As part of its kids' programme, Way Hey It's Saturday, we join Mike Channel on Platform 16 of Victoria Station. Yes, indeed. Well, as you may know, today marks a special day in the history of Radioactive because, as you may know, a train which is later to be christened Radioactive is going to try and break the record for a journey from London to Tewkesbury. But, uh, as you may know, uh, trains to the West Country from London don't leave from Victoria. Uh, so it's with great restraint that I avoid asking the question why the hell have I been sent here and simply hand you over to Mike Flex, who, as you may have guessed, is at Paddington from where trains to Tewkesbury, as you may know, depart. Yes, thanks very much, Mike. <laughs> My idea, I'm afraid. Well, uh, yes, indeed, welcome to Paddington. A tremendous crowd here for this historic attempt, and it's all going to happen live here on Way Hey, It's Saturday. And I believe we're ready to go. Yes? The man with the stopwatch says yes? Yes? Yes. Yes? So, five, four, three, two, one. Now, why the hell hasn't it moved? Yes, indeed. It's 12 minutes past 10. It's Saturday morning, and that means we're 12 minutes late for. Way Hey It's Saturday! Hooray! Coming to you live from the Way Hey It's Saturday studio! Hooray! <laughs> We've got a great bunch of kids here. <laughs> Who are obviously prepared to cheer at anything I say. <laughs> and we'll shortly be rejoined by Mike Channel on his way back from Victoria Station. And Uncle Mike Stand are also here in the studio. <laughs> but we're going to start in a rather downbeat sort of way. <laughs> because we're going to begin with Pet's Corner. And over here in the comfy corner, I've been joined by vet Graham Carter. Hello. And Graham's got with him several of your pets that you've brought into the studio. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is uh, Rex, and he belongs to Alison Woods. Uh, hello, Rex. Who's a clever boy, then? Let's... Hello. Uh, no. <laughs> and uh, this is... This is... Uh, and this is my pet guinea pig, Simon. Right. Let's have a look at Simon, then. Now, children, the important thing when you pick up a guinea pig is to pick them up round the waist. <laughs> And not as I've just done by the tail, because the tail is liable to fall off. Well, if we can, uh, if we can put Simon to one side for a minute and put his tail to the other side, let's take a few callers. Is that my goldfish? He's a bit poorly. Uh, are, are you feeding him with fish meal? Oh, yes. Twice a day? Yes. And uh, you've got him a nice big tank? Yes. Uh, are, are you changing the water enough? <laughs> I think that 
I think that might be your problem, Nobody actually. Nobody said anything about water. Do you know right. about water, Right, let's move on. I talked to you last week uh, about the boil on my cat's nose. Oh, yes, yes. And I did what you said. Good. And the only trouble was he exploded. <laughs> well, what did you use on the boil? TNT, like you said. TCP. <laughs> TCP? Yes. Oh, dear. Well, that's a shame. Um, I thought it was a bit strong, you know, for a boil to blow his whole head off still. Um... Right. Can we have the next call? Hello. I wonder if you can help me. What's the problem? Well, we have an old English sheepdog, mm -hmm. and ever since my father bought him two years ago, he's been uh, smelling other dogs' private parts. He's <laughs> never nuisance of himself. Well, uh, this is perfectly normal behaviour, honestly. How old is he? He's 54. He retired last year. <laughs> You're talking about your father? Yes. I see. Uh, what did he do? He used to be a Conservative Member of Parliament. Well, yes, that's perfectly normal behaviour. <laughs> Not at all. Next caller. Oh, yes, certainly. Oh, good. Uh, could you come round straight away, Neville? Uh, well, we don't actually offer practical help to callers. Thanks for your call. Hello, next caller. Hello, I like toy poodles. I'm afraid we don't take those sort of calls. Uh, next caller. And <laughs> uh, my dog's got no nose. <laughs> How does he smell? Well, he doesn't, because he's got no nose. Got it, was. Monday, then I heard it was Sunday, but hey, 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 what is it? It's Saturday. Well, you join us back on board the King William IV, soon to be renamed Radioactive, and I'm sure you can hear the excited crowd behind me because we have just become the first intercity train to run out of food and drink in the buffet before it pulled out of the station. <laughs> and that means we've just beaten the normal 125 service by two and a half minutes. Uncle Nightstand. Um, welcome to the romper room and to, uh, to the lead guitarist of the Flying Rainbows. Um, I dare say it's a little early in the morning for you, isn't it? <laughs> Good. Well, I know a lot of the kids have some questions to ask you, so let's fire away. What advice would you give to people taking their exams? <laughs> well, I'd say uh, make sure you take all the gear in with you. What, pens and rulers, you mean, yes? Get out of here, man. I mean gear, you know, like plenty of snow, okay? <laughs> I don't think that's very likely at this time of year, but it never does any harm to wrap up warm. What's your favourite hobby? Well, I guess having a toot must come pretty high up on the list. <laughs> <laughs> a toot, eh? You're a bit of a trumpet player, are you? <laughs> talking about happy dust. Oh, yes, you like, you like cleaning around the house, do you? <laughs> well, we've got, one, we've got one call here from someone who's been listening to you with great interest, and he wants to know, uh, where do you get your drugs from? And uh, that's from Detective Inspector Harold Jones um, of the Narcotic Squad, um, age seven. Well, hey, what? It's Saturday. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, 
and that big laugh there means, of course, that my channel has rejoined us. Or, or rather, should I say, Aaron the Aardvark. <laughs> because uh, that's the character he dresses up as here on Way Hey It's Saturday, isn't it, Mike? Yes. <laughs> uh, are you enjoying it? Enjoying it? Oh, you look great, Mike. Very funny feet. Um, and, and all the kids love your big floppy green nose there. You'll probably let the kids have a play with it later, won't you? I'd like to see them try. <laughs> Good. Well, let's, let's move on. Um, oh, Aaron, uh, I think you forgot something. Ark, ark, ark. Yes, indeed. Our young DJ spot today throws up one Mark Worcester. Hello, Mark. Hello, Aaron the Aardvark. Yes, Mike, if you don't mind. Um, how old are you? Seven. Jolly good. And where do you live? Surbiton. Lovely. OK, well, uh, you're our young DJ today, so away you go. Thanks, Mike. Terrific. You're listening to Radioactive. Radioactive. And the big, big sound of Mark Worcester. Mark Wooster. Yes, indeed, it's the big, big time of 14 past 10, 14 after 10, and coming up is the new one from Joe Jackson, an extended remix of a Paul Young master. We'll be album tracking with Difford and Tilburg, and there's the latest from Hall & Oates. But first, here's a bit of travel news. Traffic news. Motors on the B419 and the A217 are advised to avoid routes via the Silly Isles roundabout, which is, I think, down uh, towards Hampton Court, yes. As a collision near the junction of the A214 and B59 turnoff, the A316 is causing long delays. You're in tune with Mark Worcester on Radioactive. We've got Wham! up and coming with another great title. Just listen to the words if you can. But right now, let's go back and join Mike Channel. Hi, Mikey baby. How you doing? Terribly sorry, I feel physically sick. Feeling good. Thank God I'm alive. Listening to Thanks very much, Aaron. Well, um, another record has been set because a woman on board the train has just given birth to twins. So that certainly is some sort of record, especially since she wasn't even pregnant when the train set out. <laughs> Hello, Sir Norman Tonsil here. Uh, in a moment, it'll be a chance for children at home to waste their parents' phone bills by ringing us up on our exam hotline. Uh, beforehand, I felt I should make some observation on the way education has changed since my day. Uh, these days, it seems it's all computers and school councils. In my day, it was keel hauling and sodomy. <laughs> I'd like to say that it never did me any harm. Uh, I'd like to say that, but in fact, I was unable to walk properly for five years. <laughs> school did turn out potential uh, prime ministers. It turned them out and kept all the potential bank robbers and child molesters. <laughs> so, enough of me. It's time for the exam hotline with Sarah Hardshaw and the able assistance of Aaron the Aardvark, who are uh, up in the converted loft extension, uh, where the first caller, I believe, is on the line now. Hello, Sarah. Do you have any tips for taking exams? Yeah, I have three tips. Always read all the questions fully, always allocate the right amount of time for each one, and always cheat like buggery. <laughs> Next caller. Hello, uh, I've just done my geography CSE and I feel as if I've done, well, really badly, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and I was just wondering, because my geography teacher said, you know, it, it happens that after an exam, you, you often feel as if you've mm. ruined it, but mm. in, in, the end, in the end, it doesn't turn out so bad. Uh, is that right? No. Obviously. <laughs> Next. Uh, hello. Hello, yes. If you were asked an exam who married Katharina in Taming of the Shrew, uh, what would you say? Patricio. Oh, thanks very much. You're taking English literature, I presume? 
Yeah, I just need that for slash. Gotta go, bye. <laughs> well, uh, this was supposed to be a phone-in program on exams, not during them, but never mind. Uh, now, Sarah, I know that one question that is on a lot of kids' minds, but not as yet on our telephones, uh, concerns the best way of preparing the night before. Well, relaxation is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, if I can take my own case, I know that before my O-levels, I went out with all my mates and relaxed down the pub that night. Yes. You didn't actually get any O-levels, did you, Sarah? <laughs> Commercial time. If your little girl adores her Cindy doll, then your little boy's going to love his Randy doll. <laughs> yes, whilst she dresses Cindy in one of her favourite miniskirts, he can dress Randy in one of a selection of crimpling suits with flared trousers, offensive kipper ties, and dirty socks. Plus, with every Randy doll, you can get a free company Ford Escort for driving home drunk from the pub and for giving other Cindy dolls lifts and trying to put his hand up the front of their dresses. <laughs> and for when he comes home late at night, why not buy a Cindy doll lie detector, which comes together with a Cindy doll vasectomy kit and divorce lawyer. Out now from Stereotype Toys. If you have a small child and live near a motorway, don't let him sit out on it. Sitting in the fast lane of a motorway is dangerous. Don't do it. That was a blindingly obvious public information announcement. Well, uh, there's a temporary halt on the train at the minute while we wait for the various bits to be recoupled. But I'm delighted to say that uh, some of the people on board have got together to provide some entertainment. Yes, indeed. Oh, yes. Uh, what, what, what's going on now, Mike? Well, Mike, we're very fortunate because some members of the Port Butchers Association are currently giving us a livid demonstration of pork butchery. <laughs> the weekend is here. Hip, 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 hooray. Start taking those drugs and drink plenty of beer because we're hey, it's Saturday. It's supposed to be a children's programme. <laughs> well, uh, it's a chance now down here in the dingy den to uh, take a look at your letters. And a great number relate to last week's Youngsters Problem phone-in when our agony aunt Anna Rabies joined us down in the bondage room. Uh, last week, Sandra Jackson, age 13, told Anna she'd been going out with her boyfriend for five years and wanted to know how far she should go with him. Anna said... Well, I think it's about time you both went in for some heavy petting. Sandra writes in to say that they've decided to take Anna's advice, so they've bought four hamsters, 28 cats, <laughs> and a tortoise. Uh, Tim Miller, age 17, was worried about having sex. Here's what Anna had to say. Nonsense, lovey. Look, there's nothing to worry about. Quite frankly, having sex is just like falling off a log. Tim writes in to say that Anna was absolutely right. He got a bang on the head and fractured his collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Saturday time. <laughs> a time for laughter. A time for fun. We'll all be jolly all day. On the way. Hey, it's, it's, 
in the airing cupboard with Norwegian DJ, Oyvin Vinstra, who's going to have a look at this week's Norwegian Top 40. So, Oyvin, over to you. Thank you, Anna. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, I think that might be my fault. Uh-huh. I didn't mean literally look at the top 40. <laughs> so, perhaps you'd like to tell us what's big in Norway right now. Well, uh, big in Norway are the mountains. Uh, <laughs> and the fjords, the dogs, the gourd. No, I meant the music. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, how about that? Let's go back on the train. And on with the music. Radio Hattel! So we're making up for lost time now, going, I would say, at about 150 miles per hour. I'm in the buffet bar, and I've got a chance uh, now to talk to our driver, Ken Brown, and ask him the questions that I lose on everyone's lips. What the hell are you doing back here when you should be out there driving the train? I'm about to go to the toilet. Great. So another first there. <laughs> Let's go back to Mike Channel, or should I say Aaron the Aardvark? No. <laughs> ark, 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 Mike. Don't give me a Gatling gun. Well, I'll, I'll... <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm the junk room, surprise, surprise. <laughs> In a moment on Radioactive's Kiddies Show, our record of the week, but before that, Martin Brown, ex-hospital radio DJ and nominated in five categories for the independent local radio Pratt of the Year, <laughs> going to be conducting one of his prestigious celebrity interviews. Martin Brown, Celebrity Interview. Hello, Martin. Hello. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the kitchen cabinet. Um, well, I've, I've been trying to think of a title for this celebrity interview spot, Mike, and um, I've, I've come up with um, Martin Brown's celebrity interviews. <laughs> what, what do you think, Mike? Brilliant, Martin. I'm sure people will tune in just to catch the title in the future. Okay, um, right. Well, for this morning's celebrity interview, <laughs> that's good, isn't it? I've got, I've got with me uh, Shagged Out Stevens. Hi. Uh, so, Shaggy, um, you, you're, um, you're, um, you're, you're, you're a singer, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, yes, you are. Yes, good. Okay. So, uh, so what, what, what do you think of what do you think of all your records? Um, Yes, what do you think of all your records? It's not for me to say, is it? No, no, that's right, yes, um, no, you, um, so, um, Shaggy, at, at, at what, what age, uh, at what age are you? How old am I? Um, okay, your, your personal life, then, um, now, you're, you're a very private man, I know, aren't you? Yes. And you don't like to discuss your personal life in public, do you? No, that's right. Right, so who are you shagging at the moment? <laughs> oh, no, no, OK, so you don't have to answer that. Um, uh, well, um, I, I believe you have some uh, questions for this week's competition, Shaggy. Yeah. So, um, so you, 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 t- you tell them the questions, OK, while I, I go and get the prizes now. I'll just be back in a minute. Right, first question, what was the name of my first album? And second question, what was the name of the group I used to sing with? Okay, here we are, then. Here we go, then. Um, have you, have you told them the questions? Yeah. Right, okay, okay. Right. Um, well, the prizes this week are a copy of your first album, Even Stevens, by, uh, by, by you and, and the doorbells. They, they were your old band, weren't they? Oh, God. Um, maybe, maybe they weren't, I don't know. <laughs> Now, write down your answers to whatever the questions were while we, um, we hear Shaggy's uh, latest record. It's, it's 
bit like your old one, isn't it? On the train is tremendously exciting because not only have we just made the fastest trip ever through the Tewkesbury Tunnel, we're just five miles from Tewkesbury, but we've also become the first train to come out the same way we went in. <laughs> so right now we're heading back to London, travelling at a speed of 150 miles an hour. Uh, tremendous. Ark, ark. <laughs> Can we drop this ark, ark nonsense? <laughs> Well, with uh, Mike Flex on the train, it falls to me to do today's competition. Uh, we've got three plucky kids to play today's competition uh, here in the coal bunker. Okay. Uh, number one, what am I describing? Uh, the first one ever was an old bone. Before that, everyone used a rag and chalk dust. Now everyone uses one. Simon? Um, false teeth. Uh, not false teeth, but right area. John? False teeth. <laughs> no, when I said it was the right area, I didn't mean it was the right answer. Uh, Manchester United. <laughs> no, Cathy, uh, Cathy. I don't know, really. No, well, it was, in fact, a toothbrush. Toothbrush. Toothbrush, yes. All right, uh, number two, Alexander Graham Bell invented it, and two people who were miles apart could speak to each other using it. Simon, you were close on the first question. What can you do with this one? False teeth. No, <laughs> still not false teeth. John? Uh, West Bromwich Albion. Cathy? <laughs> Uh, not a toothbrush, no, it's the telephone. Right, Simon, what? False teeth! No, I, I think we'll jump you this time. John, uh, what did uh, John Logie Baird invent? Uh, false teeth. No, no, I'm sorry, John, that answer's uh, moronic. I think we'll leave uh, you out as well. So, Cathy, it's all up to you. What did John Logie Baird invent? And I'll give you a clue. You've got one in your house. Uh, shower attachment. Not shower attachment. <laughs> so. Not so. Towel rail. Not towel. Get out of the bathroom. <laughs> No, right out. Get right out of the bathroom completely. A loo brush. No, no. Brushes again. Toilet paper. Look, come out of the toilet. Get on the landing. Carpet. No. Now head downstairs. Stair rail. No, no, no. All the way down. Oh, poor light. No, keep going downstairs. Loo brush. Now you're back in the toilet again. We've got a downstairs toilet. <laughs> 
downstairs toilet and get into the sitting room. Door? No. Door handle? No, 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 move further into the room. Door stop? No, further. A porcelain horse? Not a porcelain horse. <laughs> Not a fun fur cushion. It's in the corner of the room. You watch it every evening. Oh, a loo brush. What's a loo brush doing in the corner of the living room? I brought it with me. Something else in the corner of your living room. It has moving pictures, four different channels. Fish tank. Not a fish tank. So help me God, you're going to get this, Kathy. Even if it takes all night, it's got BBC and ITV, and on it you can see sport, comedy, news, plays, films, Top of the Pops, Doctor Who and Postman Pat. But what the hell is it? Uh, toaster. It's a bloody television, for God's sake, you imbecilic... We don't have a television. Come here. Well, here I am at last on the platform of Tewkesbury Station, and what a proud moment it is for me as I'm joined now by Sir John Tingle, head of uh, Sunday timetables at British Rail, who's kindly agreed to christen the train for us. Sir John. It's a very great day for me, Mark. Mike, yes. It's a very great honour, in fact. It's a far, far better thing than I do now. Fine, fine, yes. Not, not speechless <laughs> just yet. To see this is a rare treat. To witness this and retell the tale, to give yes. and not to count yes, the cost. Yes, yes, thank you, Sir John. Uh, maybe, maybe, if you'd like to, uh, maybe if you'd like to make your way over to the point where we're going to uh, unveil the plaque. Yes, well, th thanks, Mark. Mike, yes. Uh, yeah, thanks, Mike. And I'm proud now to unveil this plaque and name this train from this day on for better or worse. <laughs> No, it's not a wedding ceremony, Sir John. Oh, yes. I, I named this train Radioactive. Now, if you're all new, our father... <laughs> well, there we have to leave Tewkesbury Station, I'm afraid, as the newly christened Radioactive train sets off on its maiden voyage bound for its new home, the Norwood Junction Breakers Yard. <laughs> Still, it's nice to know that the radioactive train will soon become a household word, uh, since it's to be melted down to make over 500,000 domestic kettles. So, it's goodbye from the studios of Way Hey, It's Saturday. And thankfully, it's goodbye for the last time from me as Aaron the Aardvark. So, goodbye for now, and join us next week at the same time. When Mike will be playing Jaime the Hippo. Bloody work. Radioactive was performed by Helen Atkinson, Word Angus Deaton, Michael Fenton Stevens, Philip Pope, and Jeffrey Perkins. Songs by Steve Brown, Philip Pope, and Jeffrey Perkins, written by Angus Deaton and Jeffrey Perkins, with additional material by John Cantor, John Zockerty, and Moray Hunter, and produced by Jamie Ritz. <laughs> Radioactive would like to apologise for any detrimental effect this programme may have had on the reputation of British Rail. It was not our intention to suggest that British Rail is an inefficient service without motive facilities and uncooperative staff, and it apologises if this implication came across. <laughs> <coughs>